The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, I want to thank everybody. This is a fantastic state. This is a great, great state. We've won almost every single poll in the last three months against crooked Joe Biden. Almost every poll. And she doesn't win those polls. And she doesn't win those. This is not your typical victory speech, but let's not have somebody take a victory when she had a very bad night. We had an unbelievable week last week in Iowa. We set a record. It was the best in the history of the caucus, in the history. And uh, I remember I sort of had the same feeling. I'm up and I'm watching, and I said, she's taking a victory lap. And we, we beat her so badly, she was... But Ron beat her also. You know, Ron came in second and he left. Donald Trump, after winning the New Hampshire primary, moving him closer to securing the Republican presidential nomination, which would lead to a rematch for the White House with Joe Biden. Now, joining me to talk about this, Larry Donnelly, law lecturer with the University of Galway, columnist with the journal.ie. Larry, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Uh, No surprise, uh, given that um, it was Nikki Haley against uh, Trump and, um, you know, with all the others dropping out, uh, Trump had a fair win behind him. Yeah, it was a good, solid night for Donald Trump. And, you know, the reality is Nikki Haley's path to victory for me is pretty hard to envisage. Uh, That having been said, as you can tell by the tone of his remarks there, he didn't get the big, massive romp that he was hoping for that would leave Haley with no choice but to drop out uh, immediately. He had hoped for a 20-point margin. Uh, That was forestalled, I think, by uh, a good number of independents who took Republican ballots and voted for uh, Haley because they can't stand Trump. Uh, And also in terms of the general election, which I think people will be looking forward to now, there were some warning signs in the results in terms of how Trump fared with moderates Uh, and college-educated voters. He doesn't need them to get the Republican nomination, but he's going to need them on side, or at least some of them on side, if he's going to be the next president of the United States. Now, what of Nikki Haley? Uh, Obviously, we've spoken about this before, that if she remains in the race and something happens to Trump uh, legally or otherwise, or uh, cognitively, more and more people are talking about this, um, that uh, she would be in pole position then to take the Republican nomination. Well, I I think that's probably part of her calculation that, you know, staying in allows all of that. But if for some reason Trump has to abandon ship, uh, his delegates, it's going to be a fight for delegates on the convention floor. Uh, And I find it hard to believe that his delegates uh, will go towards uh, uh, Nikki Haley. In my view, they'd more likely gravitate to Ron DeSantis. Crucially, DeSantis suspended his campaign, didn't kill it off altogether. Uh, Again, I don't see any of that as a likelihood uh, obviously, Haley wants to stay in for, for whatever reason. Uh, but to me, uh, look, at the end of at the end of February, uh, Donald Trump is going to have four times more delegates uh, than Nikki Haley has. Then they go to Michigan. Then they go to Super Tuesday. Trump has massive, massive leads uh, in states with lots of delegates. So, uh, again, it just it's very hard to see a path. From yeah. her. So uh, Nikki Haley wants to stay in. And will her backers allow her to stay in because it costs them money? That's the key question. I mean, she had the backing of the Koch brothers and others. Uh, she can stay in uh, as long as they're willing to, to fund her. Uh, but at some stage, I mean, these are business people. At some stage, they're going to start to say, look, uh, we're throwing good money away after bad, uh, even though we have doubts about Donald Trump for us. Uh, from a tax point of view, et cetera, et cetera. He is better than the alternative Joe Biden and come back mm-hmm. to Donald Trump. Then. 
Now, from Trump's point of view, having a competitor in the field means that he has to uh, do some campaigning. I mean, if she dropped out and he's the shoe-in, then uh, money need not be spent on advertising and so on. You know, a limited presence uh, just to get the write-ins on uh, the the votes in these primaries, because they presumably have to go ahead anyway, even if there's only one name on the ballot paper. Oh, yeah, they'll go ahead. And, you know, yeah, you're absolutely right. He is going to have to continue to campaign. And that's why I think we didn't hear all of it uh, in from his speech in that clip we played earlier. Uh, but he was clearly pissed off, to put it bluntly, uh, last night that he didn't win by a more commanding margin because uh, I think he desperately wanted to put this to bed. That's why he spent so much time in New Hampshire uh, at rallies and speaking, et cetera. He was really determined uh, to knock her out. Um, you know, again, uh, as I've said, she doesn't have much of a path, but uh, I suppose finishing 10 points behind, maybe that gives her enough room to say, uh, I'm qualified to stay in as it moves to her home state. But yeah, he's not going to be happy that he has to keep going on, uh, especially when he's going to be preoccupied uh, with legal difficulties at the same time. Now, the the question of uh, his cognitive health, what do you make of it? I mean, lots of people make little slips from time to time, but Confusing Nancy Pelosi and Nikki Haley is something. Um, talking about uh, beating Obama or fighting Obama in an election, which he never did, and then he said afterwards, "Well, I, you know, when you're talking about Joe Biden, you're talking about Obama because he pulls the strings." That kind of thing. Is there any concern about his mental health? Well, it'll be interesting to see what the polling might indicate now. Uh, up until the past week or two, uh, the American people, even those who didn't like, who don't like Donald Trump, they didn't express anywhere near the same doubts about his cognitive capacity uh, as they do about Joe Biden. Uh, I think recent episodes might have given some of them pause in this regard. And, and I think it is down to a fundamental reality. He is nearly 80 years old. He did push himself extremely hard uh, in New Hampshire and in Iowa in an effort uh, to kill off all of his challenges. And I think that pretty clearly uh, took a toll uh, on him and I, I think bespeaks some of his own limitations. So what factor that might be will be very, very interesting to watch uh, in the coming days. But, uh, you know, as I said before, I think Joe Biden going down the route of attacking Trump on this front, which we've seen signals that his campaign is going to do, uh, I think that might be a very dangerous angle uh, for the Biden to take, team to take on, uh, because I don't think they want to get into a war on that front. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden was not on the ballot uh, in the Democratic primary, but um, you're entitled to write in a name, and he did well. He did. Yeah, it was a pretty convincing uh, victory against uh, Congressman Dean Phillips and and Marianne Williamson, uh, you know, who had mounted long shot bids against him. I think he won about two thirds uh, of the vote uh, in New Hampshire. So a very impressive for a write in candidate uh, who wasn't on the ballot. And, you know, look, barring something we can't foresee right now. Uh, Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee. Uh, the general election campaign, I expect, will start in earnest uh, in the coming month or two. Uh, and I do wonder one thing, uh, given that we don't exactly have two candidates who uh, the majority of the American people want, uh, at what stage is election fatigue going to set in? Uh, and I think that might be a very live issue uh, as we face into the yeah. November election. Now, one of the things I've been wondering about uh, in the last while is whether or not there would be television debates between Joe Biden, President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump, because Trump is the man who tried to steal the election from Joe Biden. Uh, Trump is the man who orchestrated an insurrection. 
if I was uh, Joe Biden, I wouldn't give the man the time of the day. I would not be in the same room as him. I take the point, but I think if Biden were to decline to debate Donald Trump, uh, I would think I, I think it would send a very, very bad signal to all of the Americans who have doubts about his capacity. Uh, I think for good or for ilk, he has to go up and stand toe to toe with Donald Trump. Do I think that in and itself also presents dangers? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I do. I've watched an awful lot of video, undoctored video uh, of Joe Biden as of late, uh, and he's not always on the ball. Uh, and I think as well as Trump mangling statements and misnaming people, uh, we could we could witness Donald, Joe Biden uh, having a serious moment on a debate stage. Uh, and I think that has to be a worry behind closed doors for Democratic operatives who would never admit it publicly. But certainly it is there in the ethic. But I do think he has no choice but to debate. Mm, it's a, a bizarre situation that you've got uh, these two uh, um, elder statesmen, if that's not a, a, an inappropriate word. Uh, who'd be up against each other and we're looking at the mighty United States and this is the best we can do. Yeah, you know, it's, it is it is quite depressing. And, you know, I, I, you know, the one thing I would say is, you know, you see somebody uh, who, you know, represents, I suppose, the, the changing ethnic composition or the changing face of America in, in Nikki Haley, someone who's uh, vibrant, young, new ideas, et cetera, uh, as a potential candidate. And then you look in the Democratic side and you do have people, despite uh, all the talk of there's nobody there except Biden, you do have people like Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, California Governor Gavin Newsom, who represented next generation. Uh, and from my money, uh, watching the likes of Haley and, uh, you know, Newsom or, or Whitmer up on a debate stage debating each other about the future of America. Uh, that's the kind of American politics. That's the kind of American democracy uh, that at least I want. Uh, I certainly don't want this rematch. But again, uh, for all sorts of reasons, mainly because, in my view, the political system in the United States is broken. But for all sorts of reasons, we are staring down the barrel of this rematch. Larry Donnelly, Law Lecturer with the University of Galway, columnist with the Journal.ie. Thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.